Portega zuna kunuste marreta Na cupulella cavisiera aizata Passas campanianna battuleta Tell it to the Talamazon I was talking about Comanu appa da fawarda Back in Bologna, La Rosa, the fat one, the learned one, the red one, La Rosa, comes from uh, the communist past in Bologna. Basically, this is like the heart of uh, communism in, in West Europe. They still have demonstrations. I've seen them firsthand. Also, the red relating to a lot of the buildings in the city center and the color it gives off. The Learn one is from uh, the oldest continuous university in the world, Alma Mater. I think it was 1200. I'm sure it was, it was older than the Mayans, the late Mayans. And then lastly, the fat one. Italy, Bologna has been known as uh, the foodie city of Italy. It's got some of the best food I've personally tried in over 50 some Italian cities. The lasagna comes from Bologna, tortellini, oh shit. It's always interesting the different uh, ambulance uh, ringing in countries. I remember during uh, all the lockdowns you would hear those non-stop. You know, it was uh, quite a lot of uh, problems during 2020 and 2021. All right, so you see those things? Bologna has the most, uh, whatever these are called, I'll put it up on the screen, in the world. The second city with the most is Turin in Italy too, but these are obviously very nice during the summer, so you can get shade. And then uh, when there's shitty weather too, you can walk underneath it when it's rainy or when it's snowy. But the whole city is filled with these, can't remember the word, and uh, they do the job well. Right, so Bologna obviously has been around uh, since the Romans. Not positive exactly when it was founded, but it found a lot of its glory during the medieval ages. This is one of the richest cities in all of Europe. It also played uh, a major role in uh, the Papal States. Uh, they crowned a Holy Roman Emperor here at one point in the, the cathedral in the, in the center. Not the main one now, but the, the side one, I believe. But uh, the power was very heavy here. Pretty sure there was a couple different uh, kingdoms, but for the most part, Bologna was always kind of like that free spirit. And you're gonna see a lot of it now, like uh, the anti-fascist. There's little like communes and you know those type of people, anarchists that uh, are in this city along with the, the communist. They have a very interesting history with uh, you know not having a ruler or having a king. Right, so Bologna is the main city in Emilia Romagna and this hub is actually or this region is pretty well off on the index I think it's either the second or third uh, relating to like uh, GDP of uh, way of life uh, lots of good industry up here uh, Lamborghini uh, bottle caps like manufacturing ton of different uh, big Italian businesses that are in here but to me Bologna is like the most hipster like student grunge 
type city in all of Italy. It, uh, look at this, all this graffiti. Yeah, from the cities I've been in Italy, there's not quite this vibe as in Bologna. Very, you see lots of protests, you know, lots of uh, extreme type of, of people. And uh, I mean, to me, it's an interesting vibe, you know, it's got a lot of life. And that's uh, when I first came here, I think three years ago, in the fall, when the students were all in town, I mean, it was bustling. And I can feel that, again, that same energy, because obviously when I was living here on the 2020 and 2021, you know, Italians were quite scared about all the uh, COVID shit and the lockdown. So you didn't quite have the same energy. It's more of a, a ghost town. But uh, when the students are here, I believe it's a 300,000 population. When, when the students are here, it's like 400, 450, right? So it's just crazy. And then obviously like in the summertime, all the students go back home or leave. And how hot it gets here in the summer, it gets like crazy hot. So this little space, they always have markets out here uh, on the weekend. It's shitty stuff though. It's like Chinese stuff and barely any like local, you know, good stuff. I don't think I met any local Italians that recommended me to visit, but there is vintage clothing in this section on the weekends. And that is where I found, you know, some decent stuff. But this main market is just yuck. There are a ton of good markets but they're not like every weekend in Bologna. Like there's antique ones, like jewelry, you know, real vintage good clothing. And they're kind of spread out. A lot are in like uh, Stefano Piazza, Saint Stefano Piazza, the seven churches. We'll see that later today. But uh, right behind me here is uh, the Nati Park. This is where you go to buy bad things. And uh, usually it's kind of, you're not supposed to go around here in the evening. It gets a little sketchy. So before I came here, I was just kind of looking at uh, hotels and Airbnb prices because I couldn't get into the old apartment I was staying in for a few days. And my God, you couldn't find anything for $150. I was like, what the hell is going on? This is totally abnormal. I remember staying in a hotel here once for like 40 euros a night and then an Airbnb for like 25 euros a night, you know, three years ago. But I was told the housing crisis has gotten out of control. A lot of landlords after the whole uh, thing that happened the last couple of years just said screw it we're done renting you know obviously all the students that come flying in here and need a place to stay and uh, so yeah there's just a ton of empty buildings in the city center that uh, are not being uh, rented out which is causing just crazy prices and uh, a lot of people are feeling the effects and you gotta remember too in Italy Bologna that uh, the people that own these big uh, buildings in the city center, a lot of that's been passed down through generations. You know, one family. Family by family, they pass it down and, um, you know, it's, they just live off the landlord income. I mean, this goes from like royalty, like way back in the day, these wealthy fam families. And it's fascinating because, you know, how like kind of communistic and anti or anarchist the city is that uh, they allow this to happen. But I know they've been you know, fighting it big time. And also, remember back in the day, you know, Bologna was really known to be nice to homeless people. They would like even give them 
apartments in the city center, Piaggia Majora, the main center that we'll be seeing for free. They were housing homeless there, and they have a very interesting history with uh, kind of this grunge, you know, uh, hippie, homeless type vibe. Hi, we're gonna stop in one of my favorite vintage stores in Bologna. They have a handful of really good ones. I've found amazing pieces from stores here. The shirt actually is from, not this one, but uh, the one in the city center. And uh, yeah, let's check it out. Alright, so I scored a little bit. Got a pair of shoes, some vintage Italian shoes, blue leather. Ooh, it's vibey. And a nice little uh, beach type shirt. Ended up paying 50 euros, shoes were 30. So it was getting a little pricey, but man, it's packed. It's crazy how popular, you know, um, uh, thrifting has gotten vintage clothing. Nowadays, it's more like a, you know, save the world type thing. People are just recycling their clothing, and fashion brands are getting on it too. And you know, to me, that's what they're doing is criminal. They're using plastic, you know, leftover shit, and still marketing it up to you know all the fashion designer brand prices. But it's cool. People are getting in this vintage flow, and it sucks for me because you know all the the good shit they're taking, or they've upped the prices drastically. But I got some, so every time I go to one of these stores, you usually can find a decent piece. Porsetta di mamma tuo fa l'americano, americano, americano. Ma si nati in Italia, siendo me un'estanita fa bocca in avulita. Tuo fa l'americano, tuo fa l'americano. Un mata bocca picchita va bene. Si tu la parla mi è americano. That little autonomous zone I was talking about, anti-fascist sign. A lot of students hang out here. You got free Wi-Fi, good vibes, cheap drinks. It's interesting about Italy. It's still very culturally religious, but a lot of the people have moved away from, uh, you know, going to the church and actually practicing it. But it's still a big part of uh, their culture, and obviously they have the most beautiful cathedrals in the world. Right behind there used to be one of the best places to work at. Now they switched up the Wi-Fi and you have to have an account, an Italian number. Right next to these towers, they got AC upstairs, good view, Wi-Fi was fast, and then you get uh, free water, gas water too. So you can sit there all day. That's probably why they switched up the Wi-Fi, because clowns like me were abusing it. <laughs> some of the last towers still standing. In, in the medieval times, there was hundreds all throughout uh, the city. It was a walled city. You can still see the remains of the walled city. And basically, it was a big dick contest between all the nobles and rich people who could make the biggest tower. They weren't even functional. You know, you could go to the top and look out, but usually it was just the first two floors that they used. 
and the rest was just to show who daddy is in town. Crazy. But it's neat that those two are still preserved and they're a monument. You can go up there and a uh, little tourist spot. I've never done it actually. I probably should, but I think the better views are from the hills uh, on the side of the city. You can get the whole picture and on the screen I'm about to put up uh, with the, a painting of medieval Bologna used to look like with all the towers. It looks trippy, like modern day like skyscrapers, and this was in medieval times. Wild. That's this cathedral. Damn, I'm blanking on the name. It looks like it kind of got destroyed and they didn't finish it because of a war, but no, it's actually because they ran out of money. And so that's why half of it looks good and the half of it looks like a piece of shit. It's always tough to get the good uh, lighting here. Even on my photos I've taken, it's really difficult, but... You see that contrast? That's wild. Here's the rest of the Maggiore, Piazza Maggiore. I forgot what this was about, but it was some sort of Pope, I believe. Here's a great Italy travel tip. If you ever see stores in the main city center, run. Unless you're just loaded with cash and it doesn't matter, but normally this is not even that good of quality. It's just location and they upcharge like bananas. It may seem uh, like, yeah, of course, why not, Nick? But the store maybe even look really good and you can find that same stuff, probably even better quality for half the price just uh, outside the city center. So never buy shit in Italy in the tourist areas. Same with these kind of stores. It's usually not the best quality leather. Americano, Americano, ma si nati in Italy, ci enda meno un cestanienta. Like a musical street or something. There's a lot of sh shops on here too, but usually they have lights up there that say something and usually like song lyrics and it's always a vibey street to, to walk down. It's one of my favorite things to do in Italia. Walk around, get lost. Definitely the most vibey place in the world. You can feel the beauty, you can feel it. It's, it's pretty crazy. I love it. This is always neat, this little library. It's been here every time I've been here. Pro tip for a date, you know, meet at a little venue and then go get a bottle of wine and sit on the steps at night. Usually got some music or activities going on over there, but that's the vibe right there. You notice right now, it's just the end of lunchtime, but still a lot of stores have been shut down. It's because the Italians, they take their lunch break. It's good and it's also like, damn, do you guys ever work? But, uh, I mean, if everyone is doing it at the same time, then everyone just does their schedule around it. 
which is great. I think every day if you had a nice social lunch with your family or your friends, you'd definitely be in, in good spirits, but the convenience definitely gets old when you're living here. You adapt, but it's like, damn, I wanna go shopping now. I wanna do something now, right? That's the American in me. That's what I love about Italia too. No shortage of churches. And like that one, that's like a random one off uh, an alleyway, not really an important one. And I mean, look how beautiful it was, right? That would be like the main center point in many other, you know, countries outside of Italy. But it's just another one, right? And obviously, you live here or you're local, you kind of get used to it and you don't really appreciate the beauty. But damn, every time I see one of those, I'm like, wow, remarkable. That's about it. Um, as a tourist, I think you can see Bologna in a day if you really wanted to. I would definitely stay the night, you know, see the crazy kind of university communist party vibe. But uh, I was told this by a lovely lady, Sophia, I know you miss me, is that Bologna, the beauty is not in like seeing Bologna, it's living it, okay? It's, it's really diving in and kind of feeling how the locals treat this city and the, that weird grunge, hippie, communist mixed with Italian vibe and I really think that's true too. It's definitely, when I first visited, yeah, it was cool and, and so forth, but it wasn't like, oh, Florence or, you know, Venice, but I definitely think this city is a place to camp out at, right? And really get to, to feel what it means to be Bolognese and, and uh, it is magical. I love this city and I like it more and more, the more time I spend here. and a handful of peas in these corners around here. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about Italy. It's so freaking magical and I'm very happy to see it again in like these touristic lens, but like anything, especially like relating to me, you get used to it. You stop appreciating it and you see all the cracks, you know, how dirty it is. Sometimes the people can be different, the no convenience, you know, all those things, it starts to really compound, especially in Italy with the bureaucracy and all the shit that you know what happens here but man there probably is no place like Italy that gets my rocks off you know whether it be the food the buildings the vino the clothing the unbelievably unbelievable scenery from the north to the south the history all the great uh, you know Roman history the medieval kingdoms uh, the Renaissance you know it's just Everywhere you go is loaded with history and you know lastly the Italian girls the Italian girls I could do a whole podcast on them though they're not like my favorite they are definitely in the top I love their passion I love their style I love how you can speak to them about Latin and then Renaissance history and what fashion really means and they're definitely beautiful beautiful people uh, to get to know so is wicked how style and fashion uh, come back Even though I'm pretty sure that brand specializes in that kind of look, but <laughs> It's just it's interesting the whole style thing. I love this street. They got a lot of like antique stuff, jewelry, some vintage stores. It's next, uh, it's on the way to Alma Mater and then close to Stefano and the Piazza. 
This is something famous, I forgot though. Damn, behind me there was this like famous shoemaker that had like 500 euro shoes, like crazy leather, leather, alligator stuff. I was so tempted to buy a pair, but I'm like, damn, you know you're only gonna wear these like a couple times, so, like they're, they're special type shoes. And he's out of business or he moved. Damn. The best place to take a date. Shut up, I don't care if you think it's touristic. Prices are decent, the views are amazing. Stefano. Another tip, especially in uh, Italy or Spain, just get stuff at the local uh, convenience store and eat outside. Bon appetit. Yeah, that dude's been a political prisoner in Egypt for quite some time now. I used to have lots of posters of him when I was living here. And uh, supposedly he wasn't the spy, but they thought he was a spy. And I'm not sure if they kidnapped him or they killed him. But it was a big political scandal and his painting or is still up there. That's sad, scary. My other favorite vintage stores right here. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Sometimes I like the graffiti, but then it, it just gets old. Like on these beautiful buildings, defacing it. With, they do really good, like on store when they uh, put down the little. Uh, uh, metal thing to close the store up. They have like beautiful graffiti artwork on it, but this other shit where they're just tagging, to me it's like, how can you do that to these buildings, right? This is interesting, right next to a church at the Rainbow. Bologna is pretty um, LGBTQT free. You see a lot of like shaved head Italians, colorful hair uh, girls. But uh, in lots of different parts, it's still very unacceptable. I'm not sure if gay people can marry. And I know now with the new uh, prime minister, they're definitely uh, cracking down on that kind of stuff. So it should be interesting to see how many uh, of the people in that community are affected. But Bologna is definitely your safe space if you are one, if you are one, if you are into that uh, community. So you can definitely go here and, and feel free. And see, I don't mind it. In Bologna, it's it's kind of it's like part of the city's like history of kind of you know the different ducks, the anarchists, the communists, the you know people who kind of tick differently. And uh, I think it kind of makes a interesting blend. You know, this old medieval, beautiful. Italian city. I say medieval because that was like its golden age basically. And then you got all this kind of like student life, this hippie feeling, you know, the anarchy, and uh, it's kind of adds a unique, unique feel to it 100%. And then plus a lot of the Bolognese are like very liberal and very accepting and, and opening. But I think there's a big divide. Yeah, I talked to someone once that uh, uh, told me all about it about the divide between like high class and 
everyone else and the students basically. And I know there's some battles going on with that, especially with like the landlords and the renters, like I talked about previously with the housing crisis. So, interesting. Wish que so de rock and roll. Wish que so de rock and roll. Wish que so de.